Love, that's the easy part. It's everything else like parenting, business, and our careers that we're still figuring out. We needed an outlet, and this is it. I'm Michelle. And I'm Steve. And And you're you're listening listening to Perfect Perfect Lovers and Perfect Parents. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. This is Perfect Lovers and Perfect Parents. I'm your host, Steve Holmes. I'm joined yet again by my sidekick. She just smacked her teeth at me. Sidekick? Yeah, you you not, you not my sidekick? No. Okay, she not my sidekick. I'm the main kick. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> my, main, my main kick. My main squeeze. So, our episode today is... A bit of a unique one because we just celebrated uh, 10 years of marriage, uh, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about two weeks ago. We're going to be celebrating all year. <laughs> so we celebrated, I mean, it was, you know, a very uh, important milestone in marriage, which is year 10. Year five is, is one, too, but year 10 is kind of like, you know, I think if you can make it to that point, um, you know, you've got... You got a good, good foundation if you make it to 10 years. So um, we're happy to say we 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 arrived there and um, not to say it was it was all easy. But I still have all my hair. Steve lost some hair. <laughs> what? Yeah, I lost some hair. <laughs> I lost some hair along the way. Um, I didn't lose it on my own, though. I tell you all that much. But um, in that in that 10 years, there are some things and I guess. You know, we gave you guys a little bit of a warning about the kids, um, but we want to give you guys what I what I titled disturbing truths about marriage. And this is not to scare anybody away from getting married. It's just what it is. It's just truths that you will come to find out as you are going through your marriage. And it's just things that you may not consider before you get married, I don't know that any of these are it's deal breakers. Terrible, no, but some people often go into marriage or think they want to be married because they have this vision of what it could be mm-hmm. or what their expectations are. So we're just here to let you know the real deal about some things, not everything, but just um, a few things that have stuck out to us along the way. Yeah. So we're going to get right to it. The, the first disturbing truth about marriage is that, and we're going to start with the beginning of marriage, is the wedding. And that you don't necessarily need to have a big, fancy wedding. And looking back over it now, this is just me. And I tell Michelle this all the time, is that I feel like, and I loved our wedding. It was great. I was happy to see all of the people there, but I probably would have been fine had we taken that money. Cause he cheap. <laughs> no, no. I, see, if I was cheap, I would have been like, <laughs> we could have just, you know, did, you know, took the money and not spent it and just saved it. But I felt like we could have taken that money and just took like a two week trip to like, you know, Australia, or Japan, or something like that, and I I don't know that you could even argue that that would have been as much of, uh, it it would have been the same to me 
I think you would have got the same. I mean, in and a for different... me, it was different. I'm family oriented. I really wanted everybody to be there. And now, and you have to agree, looking back on pictures, we have several family members who have passed on Which is that true. Which is true. we have yeah. pictures with. I mean, I could count at least five. Yeah. So, and we've been married 10 years, but at least five family members, maybe even more that made it that were in the wedding pictures or part of that moment that had we taken the money and gone overseas or gone somewhere else we wouldn't have been able to capture which is true and and i think that's probably the one reason why but that's just having a wedding i'm saying like the big fancy wedding and what happens is especially in the social media age everybody's Mm -hmm. looking to like be one up guy when it comes to their wedding and they want to be the they want to be the first person to do this at their wedding spend this kind of money on their wedding and i think for the real people for the real married folk that's really in it for each other you realize that it's not necessary some things are not i if just you, if you have it and you want to spend it by all means but go you don't for need it though and but, i guess that's but no my point. you don't need it for your marriage to last because there are people right. who do all of that yep and then they they're barely making it or they end up divorced yep. so yep that's not don't think we're hating <laughs> no. if, if you got it and that's what you want to do with it if, yeah. go for it but we're saying you don't need that to make a marriage last you don't because honestly um again i, I don't know uh i don't know that we, uh, we we may have talked about it last time but you know michelle and i were, were married before we actually had the wedding like we committed to each other before we actually had a wedding over on the beach and all that good stuff and i think i made a comment about that or something online but like it's true right like we were already committed before we got married so for us having an actual wedding it was just more for everybody else to be able to come (laughs) and celebrate and enjoy because essentially that's all the wedding is right like you just you're 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 pulling your money together to buy everybody dinner forty dollar plate forty dollar (laughs) plate of of shake and bake chicken really i'm just saying like that's what it ends up being the hotel hotel food you know sweet tea with no sugar on that stuff like that's what you're paying for and or and you pay for awesome cake and if you need a cake and you're in the atlanta this is a shameless plug (laughs) y'all by all means you may order a cake and there's a fabulous company with that they bake and everything is homemade it's never frozen and you can have a design of your liking and it will be custom and filled with love sky confections there you are, go Boom. are, are Keep you going. done yes i'm done i'm sorry okay. i just wanted to make sure people knew that if you choose even if you don't have a wedding you can have a cake are you done now yes i'm done okay sky confections y'all www.skyconfections.com that sky is my wife's with an e I don't believe it. I cannot believe we're doing this right now, but <laughs> I'm going to be going to plug the show and we're going to get it out the way because that's not what this is about. No, but I went there. So thank you. Honey. Okay. All right. Again, so we were talking about the wedding and the, the point was, is the, the the disturbing truth is that I think after you get married is is when you have that epiphany. Like, man, like we really didn't even have. Cause we just spent $15,000 on a wedding. But what's funny is, is you we spent $20,000 you spend eight months right and you spend twenty thousand dollars of your time uh eight months of your time and twenty thousand dollars of your hard-earned money or your parents hard-earned money on a wedding that lasts 
four to six hours and half of it when you marry you don't even remember we did unless, not get unless to you, dance. we danced two songs yeah unless People you got the stuff on pictures yeah unless you got stuff time. on pictures like you 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 don't even get a chance to uh, even enjoy the way that's why i say you end up you know it's, by, it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a basically an extravagant dinner for your family that's really mm-hmm. at the at the root of it is all it is and and I get the whole uh, the spiritual portion of it of you guys, you know, the families coming together and the, and the symbolism with that. And it's all fine and dandy. But I'm telling you, if you haven't, you know, if 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 you and your girl or you and your guy, y'all are super, y'all are on the same page. Like y'all are vibing. Y'all know y'all going to be in it for the long haul. Consider not having a wedding. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Take or that money it down. Or, or scale it down. Yes. And just do something a little bit less extravagant. With a cake. All With right, cake. moving on. <laughs> Number two. Now, after you get married, y'all, you know, after the honeymoon. Well, you got well the- no. Let me stop you. Because getting to the wedding, that can make or break a couple as well. You know what? And who? somebody told us that. I was talking with somebody. And they said that the reason why it's, a, it's not a bad idea to elope is because when you actually go through the planning of a wedding like it's it really takes a lot of time and compromise mm-hmm. and teamwork for two people to pull off a wedding so that's that's why they say it's a bad idea to elope and that's actually true like before you if you marry somebody and y'all have a wedding and, and if y'all can make it through the, the wedding that's process. like the very first step yep that's like the very very first step that you take and when, give and, if, and take yeah mm-hmm. that's a give and take and, and if you can get through that then chances are you're probably okay. Cause this, and fiancés, if you see how she is through that process, you already have a peek of what it's going to be. And it's the same it. for the ladies. You better know it. You know, and I can, I can honestly say with us, Steve and I were very intentional, my favorite word of the year, about planning everything together. And I, it was a give and take. What do you want? What do you like? What do you, and I was, I wanted to make sure to include him because it's not my day. This is our day, fellas. So. Fellas, that means you gotta say so, fellas. You do. It ain't the it ain't the woman's day. It's your day too, especially if you're spending the money. So don't make it seem like you know. Don't don't, don't make make it seem like you ain't got no say so, man. You're, Tiger Woods, your cousin. You can say so. Anyways, so the second point is um, About basically similar. You will disagree a lot. Yeah. There will be times in your marriage where you don't agree, and that's okay. People have this belief that everything is going to always work out and you're always going to agree and you're going to be on the same page. And that is um, very far from the truth because you're two individuals and, you know, we just we agree to disagree. And I want to hear your side and you hear my side and we can come to a common ground. But just know in your marriage that you will not always agree on everything from meals. (laughs) Yeah. To. And things it's, that you do with family. And that's okay. Yeah. It's like that. I think uh, the paradigm shift I think that most couples have, is again, the couples that get it, is they realize that it's okay to have a different, uh, a, a, differenti- a differentiation of opinions. Like it's okay for y'all not to jive on a topic. And it's okay for for her to not see it your way and for you to not see it hers. And that's okay because I believe in any marriage, any marriage worth its marriage, like it's okay and it's healthy 
to disagree. Because if both of y'all always agree on stuff, man, look, something ain't right. Like, if y'all always agree on everything, something ain't right. That means y'all. It has to be balanced because if y'all never agree on anything. Yeah, conversing. And if you never agree. Something is not right. Something ain't right. There's a balance that has to occur. Yeah. And you also have to learn how to compromise as an individual. You used to get in your way. It's not going to work that way in marriage. I mean, and and it shouldn't work that way. Like, like. And there will be times, right? There are times where you will have to concede some things to your wife, where you where where you where you will have to concede some things to your husband, and and it's beyond like it may pain you to do it, but the sooner you realize that you guys can move on a whole lot quicker if you just say, you know what, I feel some kind of way about this, but but Michelle, she basically just told me passionately. How she disagrees with this, so you know what? I'm gonna let this one ride, and I'm gonna I'm go with I'm gonna go with Michelle on this one, and vice versa. It's just one of those plenty things. Plenty of times I want to watch TV, but if you're watching a magic game, I can forget it, forget and I it. just know I can't watch TV because yeah, he's watching magic, the, magic the magic game. The magic game is on. So. That will supersede every TV in the house, yeah. y'all. I just, just just know it, and that's what that's just it's what it is. There's there's no discussion. There's no compromise. Grammys could be on, the BET Gospel Awards can be on. Uh, they don't even have those. Uh, Passion of the Christ can be on. Really? The 50 Commandments can be on. <laughs> I'm just saying, if the Magic Game is on, y'all already know what TV channel, mm-hmm. you know. But that's just, again, that just goes to like when you just know certain things are a certain way for a certain person, especially like if it's your wife, like you just know, all right, like this is how she likes it. Or this is how he likes it. And although I hate it or I now like I got to give up something. Once you realize that that's just a part of the whole compromising, the disagreement part is just like it's, it just becomes formality. It's just like, all right, we, we disagree here. All right, cool. As opposed to we disagree. Now we got to argue. Mm-hmm. Now we got to fight about it. And just because you disagree, that mean you got to fight about no, it. That mean you got to fight. Argue. Not, yeah. It doesn't have to go to that level yeah and 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 sometimes you will sometimes the debate sometimes it's just too whatever for y'all to be civil about it and that's i'm not saying that's okay but as long as you can bring it back and not get too out of hand and start doing stupid stuff and saying stupid stuff to each other that you can't take back yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it'll be good so all right the next one uh that we have is that it will take you years to calibrate with each other. So to find that's it kind of goes along with the balance thing. Um, sometimes people think as soon as you get married, it's on, it's gonna gel that you're gonna connect and you're gonna be on one, and y'all are good. And that's not how that works. I'm even gonna go a step further. I think when I felt like, like even when I proposed, like I felt like it was a moment. Like before I proposed, that I felt like Michelle and I had fully calibrated. Like I'm ready to, pro- <laughs> like I'm ready to propose. We are aligned perfectly, mm. and we are ready for marriage to do it for the long haul. And let me tell you, that wasn't the biggest load of you we know were, what. We were ready for the right then. <laughs> we were ready for right then. We were ready for we were that now. For that, that right there. Yep, that yep. that time. Because. I mean, as time would have it, like you, you realize that you just, 
you're so much further off than you think. And I could I could say that now because of how how much more aligned and how calibrated we are now mm-hmm. versus back when we first got married and in college. But it's just crazy to think that we thought we were, and we thought we were like in sync. Like yeah. we just knew everything was lined up. Yeah, I'm gonna marry her. We think the same. Like you know, what I'm saying she want to join the church and all this stuff. You know, what I'm saying she like all this, this stuff that really it don't really matter because it's none of that stuff really stands the test. Of, ten years is a long time to to find out a lot about a person, and after ten years, you've seen it all. You've done it all. You, I mean, I think it's if we generally, had someone that we could talk to that's been married forty or fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> By then, they stop caring. Right. <laughs> but but really, the people that's married that that long, and I, I mean, it, it's rarity. But the people that are married that long, it's it's almost impossible for them to separate. Cause it's like, a, like, what's the point then? It's like, um, that's another topic. No, but we what can I'm talk about yeah, the ones sure. that have. But but those are some saying those are like few and far between. But normally, I think the people that are 20, 30, 40 years of marriage, not to say it can't happen, because I I know you know family and mm-hmm. stuff that have after that that amount of time that have separated, but it just seems like it's a lot harder to do. Yeah, and after. I think there's a difference in being married and being happily married. Oh, there are definitely. people who are just going through the rotation. They're yeah. going through it. Because put the kids through school and then we'll, yep, yeah. yep, and but they're not happy, mm-hmm. right? They're genuinely not happy, and I think the whole goal for us is to be happy, be happily married. Yep, so. and that is a, like that's just one of those things where like again using her words, the intentional word, uh-huh. like it's one of those those things that you have to do, and you have to make sure that. You know, going into it, and this is—I mean, if I—if I, I wish I could—I wish there was somebody listening. It, it, it might be somebody that's listening that, that's about to get married. It's like just realize that you guys will—it will feel like you're syncing up, like you're not—not—not syncing as an S-I-N-K-S-Y-N-C. Like you, you feel like you're syncing, right? But you're not. You're just—you're still in the. In the in the in a fresh love phase where everything is just like perfect. Yeah, but go for it. If God has told you to jump, y'all leap together. You, but just know that there's more. It's almost like a magnet, right? Like if you have the two opposite ends and they um, they push away, repel—that's mm-hmm. the word. And then when they, I said that backwards. The opposites attract. But when you and your spouse are attracting to each other, it takes a moment, you know, for that connection to happen. And you have to lock in with each other. And what we're saying is that calibration takes time to lock in. Okay, speaking of locking in. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> locking in. So another thing that when you enter into marriage, I think is uh, it can be shocking or somewhat of a wake-up call big wake-up call fellas (laughs) is that your drive not your drive in the car but your drive (laughs) your drive will not always match up and i can say this because i've talked to other wives and i know personally that we go through phases and there's a time where 
ain't gonna say like, you know, you're in heat or whatever, but yeah, you in heat. You know, sometimes your drive is a little higher, and then your husband's drive may be a little higher, and they may not always align. Um, however, you have to learn how to compromise and work through it. So, Steve, when we first, when you thought, oh, I'm about to marry her, and that means I get to have it. it all the time. All the time. Every day. Paul, my French, but hell <laughs> no. That is. I thought, me being the good church girl, none that. I come from the background I come from. Okay, you know, three days, four days a week. We get married seven days a week. What you? What, what do I look that's, like? That's a goal, y'all. That's not a, it's just a goal. It's a goal. You got to set high goals. See, that's what she said. You shoot for the A, and then if you get a B, then you're all right because, you, you know, you shot. You know, that was my thing, you know. But listen, I mean... It's the truth, man. Like, you're gonna, you go in thinking, man, we're going to be doing it, like, every day. And I tried, ladies. <laughs> but it's just. I tried. I'm that wife. At least know, I try. I she, give it a good try. Yeah. She she yeah. gave it. She gave it a good try. Yeah, but don't but always work like when that. you got kids and you working and all that stuff, it's, you know, you just. And it's been times where it's both of us. It's like she'll be ready to go let's and in my go, mind because i'm younger than you let's go right. and I, I in my mind I'm, I'm like man i'm just trying to watch i'm just trying to watch the news and going on the bed oh you know man what I'm steve i'm just trying to check out see what the later thing trump as and did and and get on in the bed and she like like a little jackrabbit I over there you was gonna say that and then it's it's vice versa, you know. And then I and I'm probably more like aggressive on that on that tip than she is. But again, I'm a guy, so just naturally we just, it don't it don't take a whole lot for guys to get you know. But I get to my low point and she's ready, and then I'm ready, and then we go. But there will be the times. Um, this is not a disturbing truth. This is actually good truth that there will be times where you will line up and everything mm-hmm. works out mm-hmm. and, and you ain't gotta you know you ain't gotta do a whole lot of talking <laughs> now nah, so you get that phone call oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke that we would not um <laughs> we're not gonna go into that on the show we might have some young ears listening all right so our final topic and i think it's really important i had a friend tell me uh you know maybe Right around the time we got married, or maybe even right after we got married, that that said, and it stuck with me all these years. And I give this same top uh, tip to uh, my friends who are either about to get married or talking about getting married. And it's basically that you have to be willing, uh, or or willing to accept the fact that the person that you propose to, the person that you you know that you're gonna marry. You have to, in your heart, in your mind, know that, okay, if I marry this person, there's a possibility. It's probably slim because we all change. But there's a possibility that this that this person may never change from who they are today. And you have to be okay with that. And if you're okay with that person, how they are at that moment in time, and if they never changed, if you're okay with that, then... By all means, marry that person because because that means you understand that, all right, at this person's worst, I'm okay with them. At this person's best, I'm okay with them. But at the same time, 
if you're not willing to accept the fact that, I mean, the person at their absolute worst. If that's how you're marrying them. They may not be at their worst. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But even, well, right. So if a person at their absolute worst, if you've seen them there and you're willing to say, okay, I've seen them at what I've seen them, you know, his worst up, up until that point, and I'm okay with it. I think that's a good indication that, okay, it's okay to progress and maybe go into that next phase. But if you're not okay with that, you know, you need to take a step back and reevaluate things. But also, um, in that, if they're, you, you, you're okay with their now, like I'm marrying you as you are right now, but you also have to understand that as time goes on, a person will change and you will change. So you all have to be able to understand you're going to work to change together because the person I married, Steve, I married 10 years ago is not the Steve today. I believe you're better than the Steve 10 years ago. Definitely better. You better in a lot of ways, boo. All right. All right. But no, seriously, you better. And I'm better in a lot of ways. Confidence. Um, the things that we work on, business mind. I mean, uh, I mean, there's a list of things now that I can do that I wasn't doing 10 years ago. So as you grow and change, know your partner is growing and changing. The goal is to grow and change together. Yep. Intertwine those chords. You know, they start to loop together, but you grow and change together. You expect for the positive. Yep. You expect for them to change. But again, I think if you're trying to marry somebody, if they don't change, the question is, are you okay with that? I've seen I've seen it also where wives get upset and I can only speak from a wife's perspective, but they get upset because the man is stuck or he's not doing more or providing more or whatever. And they're growing and changing or evolving in a sense, but the husband is not. So now they have this bitterness or this anger. And for that, I mean, that's one of those things that where communication comes in. But you also have to understand that sometimes that happens and, yeah. and it and, may be a phase. And that to the person who even when you get upset with your husband or your wife for not maybe reaching a certain point. Your expectations. Yes. Yeah, that, you know, that's when you, you know, become a prisoner of your expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's so dangerous. And I've learned over these last 10 years to not be not be a prisoner of expectation and i'm not saying that you can't have expectations but when they will override like your rational thinking and when they will like make you go crazy because man like she told me you know 10 years ago this was gonna happen and 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 it ain't happening man you know and now you start to thinking like it's like stupid like man did i marry the right one or you know do i need to bail or Whatever, that, that's just being irrational because you, you like you're a prisoner of expectations. Things change, like circumstances change, and like they're gonna continue to change. And you, my wife wasn't making cakes. What? How, how long have you been doing cakes? Nine, eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Eight, eight 2011 years. Right. Was the first time. And and seriously, eight years ago or ten years ago, cakes and this whole baking stuff that was nowhere mm-hmm. on our nope. because when we look at pictures of our wedding cakes i'm disappointed yeah well, <laughs> i could have did a better job yeah but it's crazy because that was not 
on the radar. No. Like we never saw that. Not at all. But and at the same time, Michelle probably couldn't look back and say like, you know, my husband getting laid off for like two jobs. Like she didn't see that. Absolutely not. Right. I would have bailed. Yeah, but I'm just. No, I'm just but it happened, right? And yeah. if you're and, and if you're a prisoner of your own expectations about how you think your marriage should be or how it should have been, you had this this dream when you were a little girl, how you thought your marriage was supposed to be, and my husband was gonna be working for this big law firm and I was going to be doing this and I was going to be driving this mm -hmm. and he was going to be driving this Come on, and we was going to vacation every single year in the Cayman Islands and we were going to do this and everything was going to be perfect like those expectations can like drown you it'll drown you yes. it'll yes. drown you and it's bad because I know a lot of people mm. that that feel that way and they feel like th that their marriage or their relationship with their husband is less than because of what their expectation is and it's stupid right because well the they don't know it I mean they don't think it's stupid we're well, saying no. it's stupid because we know better yeah but, but some people get so lost in that that it overcomes them mm -hmm. and it is it could ruin their marriage. And the you could be married to the husband, to the guy that God has destined for you to be with. And his now is not his next. So right now you're in his life to help build him and for you all to work together and build this thing up together. Like we're working on building together so we can have all of this in the future. If you bail on him right now, you don't know what you might be messing up for yourself but what you might be tearing down for him as well so you may you are playing a very important role in each other's lives in the process and i think we have to evaluate that as husbands as wives and think about that if you are entering into a relationship or a marriage or you're in your marriage you know am i helping to build and add on or am i causing more harm because of my own personal expectations Sometimes you got to fall back. Fall like I had, I had to fall back in yeah. my own expectations. Okay, God, I see you. What do we need to learn from this lesson? What do we need to learn from this layoff or from this time away from work or whatever? But you got to look at it as a lesson and as a stepping stone to something bigger, something greater. What is it I need to learn? Yep, and that's a that's probably a good place to end it, y'all. <laughs> And I know, and, and we're not trying to scare anybody into not getting married, but they, I, I hear people say marriage isn't for the faint of heart, and it, it really isn't. Like, marriage is a beautiful thing, but you got to be strong will, strong mind, you got to have a strong heart. And married heart. to the right person. And you got to be married <laughs> to the right person. You know, that should go yeah. without saying, but some people just get excited and they go get married and then they divorce in a year, mm -hmm. right? But Timing matters, too. Sorry. Of course, of course, but I think that's that's those are our um, what we call disturbing truths about marriage. And again, not to scare anybody, just call it like it is. We call them spade a spade. We 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 We're just gonna pull that cover back yeah. and reveal to you a little bit, yep. a little truth. Been at it for a decade, so y'all know we can tell you like it is. And I know plenty of other people who we know that've been married either right close along with it. us or close to it that probably are sitting there like yep, yep. they they got it all yep, yep. That's, that's true it. that's true that's it so thank you all for tuning in i am your lovely host michelle holmes and i'm joined by my co-host steven 
thank you again and we hope that you subscribe and you follow us on instagram and facebook she's still on my thumb am i doing it right and like our page give us your feedback if you've had some additional disturbing truths that we did not mention we're still waiting on y'all comments you can comment and we'll give you feedback we we haven't had much we had one person say that they believed in love at first sight i saw you i know who you are thank you but go ahead and you can like our pages but leave us some comments and let us know that you enjoyed the show yeah yeah and share it and, and make sure you share it if you hear it and you like it share it with somebody else who you think may get some use out of the show and um, we're going we gonna to put a pin in it right there until the next time. We'll see y'all next week on Perfect Lovers and Perfect Parents. I'm Steve Holmes and Michelle, my lovely wife. Mm-hmm. Peace. Good night. <laughs>